Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast. You're listening to the IFL TV podcast in association with Lonsdale MTK Global, sponsored by William Hill. This is Umar Ahmed for IFL TV, proudly sponsored by Everlast. We're at the BT Sports Studios, just wrapped up the press conference for Shiraz and Skeet and Yard are for two. Um, yeah, good today, wasn't it, Frank? It was. I mean, they're two quality fights, two really good good fights, and I'm looking forward to them on Saturday. They're good for various reasons. Obviously, as far as... Uh, as Hamza and Bradley's concerned, it's uh, the new kid on the block, and you know I've banged on about him. You know I've got, I've got a lot of belief in him. Fighting a guy who's had, I think he's, he's, he's stopped more guys than he's had fights, Hamza in Bradley, and he's, uh, he's probably had nearly three times the amount of fights that Hamza had. Brings a lot of experience there, and I think it's going to be a really good test test for him on the night. So I'm hoping uh, we see something a bit special in, in that fight. Um, and then obviously we've got the big one, which is you know which is. Uh, I think it's going to be a, a really, really exciting fight. There's so much on the line for the win for, for them. You know, the winner's going to get the world title shot. They're going to fight the winner of Joe Smith and uh, Callum Johnson, which takes place in January. And you know, you don't need no more incentive to, than that. The last fight was a good fight. It didn't didn't quite spark as I expected it to. It was in a in a in a sort of sterile. Atmosphere, no crowds there. Although having said that, you know, Sonny Edwards was like it's like having ten thousand people in there. He, he got behind his friend and cheered him on. But I think this time round, um, it'll be a different fight. I think they, they've they've had twelve rounds in the ring together. Um, Lyndon said he could, he had a problem with his right hand in the fight. Um, Anthony said that he didn't he felt at the time he'd won the fight and looked back on it and then see what you know and then agreed with the decision. It's a very close fight, but he um, he knows what he has to do. So. They now have got to tweak whatever they did last time, and certainly, uh, you know, they got to go for it. I mean, that's it. The winner gets it. The loser doesn't. It's, it's a, you know, this is not like oh, we'll go on to get on to the next fight. This is it. This is where you get to. The pinnacle is challenging for the world title. So, who's going to come through? Who's going to prevail? 
Let's talk about uh, Shiraz and Skeet first. Obviously, you know Bradley very well, promoted him for yeah. over 30 fights. Seems like he's got a bit of a point to prove uh, on Saturday night. He says he's going to smash Hamza's face in. Well, look, you know, he's, 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 he's got a wealth of experience. And he has got, I mean, look, this is, for him, this is last chance saloon. He wants to get a big fight, another big fight. He's going to have to beat Hamza. And a lot of people in the sport feel that Hamza's going to be one of the next big things as far as fighters are concerned. Um, and this is his opportunity. You know, that experience that he's got, that wealth of experience he's got, and what he brings to the ring is, you know, is Hamza, Hamza in, above his head. Is this a fight too soon for him? We will find out. Where does the winner go from this, Frank? Uh, obviously, if in your plans when Hamza wins on Saturday night, but let's say Hamza wins, where does he go from here? If Hamza wins, and you know we, we put him in, in, we keep stepping him up and putting him in more meaningful fights. He's only had 13 fights, but what he's done in his 13 fights, he's been so impressive. He shows a lot of maturity. He sits well in his punches. He he boxes well. You know, he's a tall, rangy guy, and he, and I like the way he, you know he sits in his arms. He protects the whole of his upper body. With that, you know, with that reach that he's got, and, and you know, I, I think he's an exceptional young fighter. But you know, we're going to see Harris, you know, if he is the fighter, I think he is on Saturday against a very, very experienced operator. And you said he's a very smart individual. Saw some comments from him recently where he said, you know, a lot of fighters from the UK when they lose, they go out to America, then get the sparring, etc., get the experience. But he's been proactive. He says, why take the loss first? I'll get to get to America now, get my sparring in with all these top guys, get a top, top trainer on board and, and be proactive rather than reactive. Well, he has, and that's the way he feels uh, feels that he should move forward. And, you know, and I respect that and hear what he says. The other side of the coin is there are some really good trainers in this country who do, as well, who do really well with air fighters. Um, but that's the course he's taken, and he's been very professional in what he's doing going forward. I mean, he's, you know, basically he is a full-time professional from day one, he's managed to get. Uh, he's got a good family around him. His daddy's managed to get the the support he needs to go and to go to the states. Cause it's not, you know, it's very expensive to do that. And everything he's doing is about investment in his future, and he's investing wisely because he's investing in people that he feels can add to his game. Someone else. Uh, who invests a lot in their game is Dennis McCann, obviously on this bill as well. Two of your favourites, Hamza and Dennis. Yeah, yeah, you know they, 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 they. You know, I think Dennis is ten fights now. You know, I'm, I'm sort of no secret how I feel about him as a fighter and moving forward. You know, him and Alan Smith have got a great, great rapport, and Dennis has done everything he's been asked of him, and he's being stepped up. This is, you know, the next next year is going to be the year where he's going to get in some some title fights, providing he keeps winning but he learns and he's and he's again he's a consummate professional he's in that gym and to get to his gym he has to travel quite a lot there and back every day it's not like the gym's around the corner he's got a bit of traveling to get to alan's gym but that tells you the dedication he's got and that tells you the motivation and it tells you you know what he wants he wants to be the best and if you want to be the best you've got to give everything and that's what he's doing well we look forward to hamza and dennis uh on saturday night on the bill do we definitely expect the winner of this fight, Arthur and Yard, to fight the winner of Joe Smith Jr. and Callum Johnson? Is that a given? Yeah, well, you know, Bob and I have been, been uh, talking about it, Bob Aaron and myself. We made the fight for Callum. That will be announced later today, I believe. It's going to be announced, so that's on. And the winner will have to fight because the number one, the WBO title, will, will be calling for their mandatory. So 
it will happen. And that's great. It's great for British boxing. It's great for these guys. It's great that there's a story. There's something to go for. And as I said earlier, that makes this fight far, far more important than the last one. How have tickets gone for this, Frank? Gone very well. We've got a couple left. We've got a few left if you want to get some tickets. But it should be a great atmosphere. All All the guys on there have got a good following. And, you know, what we're, we're going to see some really good, we mentioned a couple of guys on the undercard, but we've got, a, we've got a real good wealth of talent on the Queensbury books, youngsters, and you're going to see a good selection of them on Saturday night, and I'm looking forward to it. How's that going to be going up against Bob Arum? Obviously, I'm talking about Joe Smith Jr. and Callum Johnson. It's going to be great. I want Callum Johnson to go and knock Joe Smith's bark out. That's, that's the, I'm, I'm in... I'm with, I'm, with, I'm with Callum, and uh, let me say that's going to be an exciting fight while it lasts. That's going to be a bang up, you know. Whilst that lasts, it's going to, you know, that's going to be very, very entertaining. When's the last time you went up against Bob? I can't think, to be quite honest. You caught me a bit on the hop there. I have to have a look. I'm getting old now. I can't remember these things. But you know, we've gone up against each other for many, many, many years. It's funny. The other day, somebody uh, gave me a photo of him and I sitting ringside together. Uh, went, uh, my, the first time we went up against each other, which was um, uh, Colin Jones and Don Curry back in 1985. Okay. <laughs> one for the, <laughs> well before I was born. One for the record. One for the record books, that one. Frank, I just want to get your reaction to a couple of things. So I spoke to Eddie Hearn in New York last week where I asked him his thoughts on the, the press conference between Jake Paul and Tommy Fury. He said it was distasteful, uh, disgusting, and he felt sorry for you. Have you got a response to that? Well, I don't need him to feel sorry for me, you know, and, uh, and I'll answer what, what happened at the press conference. Look, this is the same guy who gave Derek Chisora a watch for throwing a table up in the air. Was that tasteful? You know, contrived press conference, people throwing chairs and tables up in the air. So, come on, don't need, you know, in the best possible taste, I don't need his opinion on that. Regarding what happened, it's a shame I wasn't there. I had, had an operation on my back, I couldn't travel, so I was on a Zoom, and the unfortunate thing was I couldn't hear what Jake Paul was saying. I could only hear the guys. If I'd have been there, John would have been sitting in the middle of it. You know, I'd have been sitting there and it would have been, it would have been a different, you know, obviously it would have been a different thing. Passions and things rose. What John said, you know, I've spoken to John a few times, he sincerely regrets what he said. It was not, it's not acceptable, that happening at press conference. You can't condone it and I'm not condone it. There's no excuses for it, but it's happened and we are where we are now and, uh, and, and, and we have to move forward. And that, nothing like that will happen in the future, that's for sure. When you're flying out to Tampa, look forward to a great fight. I think we're flying out on the uh, 14th, 5th, uh, 13th or 14th. Same as me. Yeah, so uh, probably on the same flight. <laughs> um, I'd to come up and see you in first class. <laughs> yeah, I wish. Uh, Frank, um, also get your reaction, please, to Calm v. Brook. Obviously, two guys you know very well. They started off with you. Um, that will be on Sky Sports Box Office. Uh, thoughts on it? Look, I can't blame the guys. They're going, you know, they're, they're, they've been banging on about this since when I was young. You know, it's a, it's a, they're, they're two guys that are well past their sell-by date, but it's a fight and, and people may buy into it, and I'm sure they will buy into it. They'll publicise it and sell it, but it is what it is. You know, it's, you know, it's like people slag off Tommy Fury against Jake Paul. I get that. I understand why they say that. Two relative novices fighting each other. But at least, you know, whoever wins it is going to be going somewhere. You know, with the greatest respect to... Um, to Kel and to Amir, they've been there and that train's long gone. But for them, it'd be, you know, it is what it is. It'd be a fight. But it's not a world-level fight now. 
but it's a fight. But as you said, it is a, a British grudge match. It's been going on for a long time. Do you expect it to do good business? Yeah, I'm sure it will because Sky put their marketing, uh, all their marketing behind it, and it'll be sold as whatever they're selling it as. As I've seen, you know, just the, the, you know, Amir asked me if I was interested in putting it on. I mean, it, that, that fight's been in the offing for about for a long time now, and it's been, you know, going round and round. But at the end of the day, they've got it on, and and that's it. And good luck to them. They get a few quid each to pair of them. That's what they're in there for, and uh, you know, their pension money. Good luck to them. They were both very young when they were with you. Was there a conscious effort from yourselves to ever make that fight? Obviously, you did Groves the Girl. No, well, I mean, you know, I think Kel had about 20, I'm not sure the exact amount, about 25. I got him into the number one spot where he was the mandatory challenger to, um, at the time, it was uh, Pacquiao. And his dad wanted him to fight Pacquiao back then, and he said he was fighting for a tenner which was crazy stuff, you know, but anyway, and we, that, that was one of the reasons uh, I never moved forward because the old man was a pain. But, you know, with Amir, uh, Amir, we did, we did great with Amir, you know, I got him, guided him into, into winning, being the youngest ever British, uh, world champion, I think, wasn't he? Yeah, the youngest guy. So, you know, we'd done what we had to do. Nice guys, both of them could fight. Kel could have showed a lot more discipline as a youngster. He was, his weight was consist, continually fluctuating. He had a few problems, but, you know, he went on and had some really, really great fights, some great performances. Maybe fought a little bit too long. You know, the Crawford fight got well paid for it, but it weren't a fight that you ever felt he could win. And uh, same with Amir. You know, they, they, you get to a certain point in your career where, it's, of course, professional boxing is about money, but it gets to a stage where some of these fights, we all know, we're not stupid, we know they've got no chance of winning them, but they've got their money. And this one, obviously, is another, is another payday for them. A few updates from yourself, please, Frank. Zach Park and the WBO, what's the situation there? Well, we're working on, on, on the situation. It, I mean, it's quite interesting that Canelo's going up to fight a cruiserweight now, and will he ever come down and fight at super middle? Who knows? Um, if he does, then obviously Zach, Zach's in the mix. If he doesn't, then uh, he'll fight for the vacant title. Read some comments from Virgil Ortiz Jr.'s manager where they said they will refuse to fight David Avenuti and that was ordered by the WBC. What do you think about that? Well, I hope they're not going to fight him. It's a great fight. We all want to see that, don't we? That's going to be an exciting fight. If he does, if they don't, then our man goes straight, straight in. Okay. Uh, updates on your heavyweights. Let's start with Tyson Fury. What's happening? Tyson at the moment, look, what's happening? A lot is determined. Everybody wants to see him and Usyk. Okay, that's what we want to see. AJ, I see his interview last week, which was it's a little bit confusing. If you listen to it, listen to what he's saying, he's basically saying, if I get the right money, I'll step aside. So that's really where we've got to get to as a team. That's, that's, that's uh, the Tyson Fury team. And we're all working hard to make that happen. And uh, we may, it just may happen. And if it does, then Tyson will meet him for the, and the four belts will be on the line. And I hope that's going to be the case. If it doesn't for any reason, then we've got to move to Plan B, and Plan B would be to fight here in the UK in March against an opponent that uh, Tyson feels comfortable with. So, Frank, there are conversations between yourself, Joshua's Team 258, about potentially stepping aside. The, the, the Fury team are having... There are, there are con yeah, Obviously, there's conversations, and uh, it's something we'll see. But, but that has to have, that'll have a limit of time you know, where suddenly you know, you either got, it's either going to happen or it's not. And, and, and I don't think we can, I don't think everybody's going to be waiting around too long for that. But I, I, I'm quite positive and feel positive that there is, there is 
between everybody a will to get it done. So fingers crossed that's what will be the case. What did you make of Joshua's interview with Coogan in Dubai? He said that don't talk to me about stepping aside essentially and then about a minute and a half later he said if the offer's right I'm a businessman we'll consider it. Well, he's a businessman. He said it. Okay. Quick updates, please, on Joe Joyce and Daniel Dubois. What's going on? Um, well, we, as you know, we wanted to get them both out this uh, year. We couldn't do that because of the situation between um, the governing bodies and what was going to happen with the mandatories and so forth, because they're both respectively number one in the WBA and the WBO. They will now both fight in the new year, um, probably be early, early um, February. And they'll be in with, with uh, decent fighters, decent fighters on, on, a, on, a, on a really good show. And we're working on that, and I want to get that announced before Christmas. OK, Frank Warren, thank you very much for talking to IFL TV. Appreciate your time. Good luck tonight against United. Confident? Fingers crossed. Uh, I don't know, I don't know. I'll, do you know what? I'll get com- you get confident, then you don't. I'm, it's, it's a tough match. Listen, for both of them, it's a bit of a... You cr- should turn over United, surely. I don't know about that. It's a it's a crossroads thing, you know. They didn't look. I mean, obviously Liverpool done a job on them. They played. They done well in the second half against Newcastle, but the first half was a bit touch and go. Um, I f- I think it's going to be a tough, a tough. All right, Frank. You ain't promoting it. There's no tickets available. <laughs> Thank you, Frank. Cheers. Thanks for listening to the IFL TV podcast, sponsored by William Hill in association with Lonsdale MTK Global. Podcast Network. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast.